Hey everybody and welcome to the Don't Be Mad Podcast. We are back for the first time in 2020. Had a little extended break, you know, because the studio wasn't available, but hey, we got to take a little bit more of a breather and enjoy ourselves for another Tuesday to ourselves. I'm your boy, Matthew, okay, Lefty Lucky, and I'm joined here as always with... Jason, what's up? And uh, as you can see, Jason is uh, sitting in Jamali's customary spot. Jamali couldn't be with us at the moment. You know, he's he has a few things going on and respectable. We allow him to take care of his business because a man's got to do what a man's got to do. It's all right. This place, this spot is comfy. Um, that's why it takes all the time. I, like I was it. real close to him, but I was like, I miss my uh, squeaky rocking chair. <laughs> <laughs> it's been too long, right, buddy? <laughs> No. So let's kick off the new year the new way year, we ended the old one. New year and 100th episode too. That's true. 100 episodes. Imagine that. We, we've done this 100 times. Hey, that's good. Goodness. Can I complain? Goodness. That's a good thing. That's a, that's a good feeling. Yeah. Let's not get Savvy at first. <laughs> let's lead our way into Savvy. <laughs> How was your holidays? Holidays was good, man. I can't complain. Um, didn't really do too much. Nothing really happened. Um you know, had family over for like New Year's and all that kind of stuff. Christmas was good. Um, all in all, can't complain. Just, you know, try to relax as much as possible. Still looking for a place. So all that put together. So cool. Cool. Too much shit. Yeah, no, pretty much the same on my side too. It was a lot of family, a lot of either family parties and get togethers or friend parties and get togethers. I was real slacky and sloppy with my eating and drinking for like a good solid two weeks. I was like, fuck it. It's the time to indulge. It's like if there's ever going to be a time where I could just feel like have that perfect excuse of I went to the gym twice in two weeks because, you know, family and friends. It's it's the time (laughs) to indulge. You got to do it. But after you just got to, you know, get back on on track and then you'll be fine. Oh, yeah. Dude, like the last like week. I've just been like back to my at bare minimum, like four times in the week in the gym, just getting that cardio back, lifting those weights. I'm actually going uh, tomorrow with uh, our boy Youssef. First time I'm actually going to go to the gym with somebody and like see how it goes. Which gym? I go to uh, Energy Cardio. I don't want to give him a free press or anything. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I go there. We're going to go together because he wants to like try to do some personal records. I was like, shit. I'll go for some personal records myself, man. Let's do it. That's cool. Yeah, man. It's going to be cool. a good That's time. Cool. It'll be a good time. I'm just trying to get that summer body by like spring. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Work hard, hard, man. Exactly, it's like man. go out, go to the gym. Let's get five it to, early. Five to seven days a week and you can do it. But, you know, it's dedication and everything like That's that. That's essentially what I'm doing, man. Yeah. That's dedicated. Do. Dedicated. Yeah. When I move out, when I get everything settled out, when I move, then I'll be like really dedicated to the gym because I have more time to do it. Right now, I just haven't been had time because you know yeah. I'm looking no, yeah, for a place. Focus on the move, man. Like, looking for a place, so that's yeah. the thing. And I, I it's like it's harder to find a place to around the time because there's not as many like availabilities because most most of the availabilities are going to be known like around March, April, and then they're pretty much trying to set up for that like what is it June first or July first, whichever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like now it's literally just slim pickings, but I mean, if you find something, you find something. You don't. I, I, I keep would prefer, tracking. I would prefer doing it now because you know. I don't want to have to deal with the hassle of June, July, and yeah. everything like that. That's why I don't mind. It's not super, super cold for me not to say, okay, it's too cold to move. But in the summertime, it's too hot. So try to avoid February, man. Yeah, we know it's going to dip. Yeah, it's going to get real cold. We know February. it's going to dip in yeah, February. Real cold. Like if by February you haven't found it, I would just say hold off till March. <laughs> Might have to do that, unfortunately. <laughs> but, you know, we'll All see right. how it goes. So, 
The world almost went to war. <laughs> world War Three. <III. laughs> we're all trying to enjoy our holidays, have our eggnog with rum, and next thing you know, we hear about the uh, U.S. Embassy getting attacked, <laughs> and a second in command getting blown to bits, literally. <laughs> well, listen, I, I, I don't know what the hell is going on with the world, but all I know is um, I'm going to try to find the deepest bunker in Montreal. You know, set I, up shop. And that's the crazy thing, because like when all this shit was happening, I was just like, you know what? See, Ron, yeah, I know like they're they're opposing their power and like pretty much just like flexing their muscles, but the US can handle that. They got bases all around. And then when those airstrikes happened on the bases and they were saying how there was like Canadians stationed at some of those bases, and then the airplane got shot down, and they're like, There are Canadians in the airplane. I was like, son of a Bitch, we're yeah. gonna get dragged into this, aren't we? Like, what World the fuck III. is going on, man? No one wants to know that. I'm like, like it's 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 amazing. The majority of our lives, like you could say, when like September 11th, essentially, is when like we've since that time to now, we haven't known anything but war. There hasn't been like yeah, a moment it's, of peace. It's ridiculous, man. There hasn't been like a moment of peace in like God knows how long. And I don't think there ever will be until you know like. And and the worst part is, it like, it started out. with, like, an understandable retaliation with what happened with the World Trade Center. It's like, you get attacked on home soil. Like, you got to do something about it. You can't just let that shit slide. But then it, it's, like, it goes from Afghanistan to Iraq to, like, Iran to, like, the neighboring countries, like, even Pakistan, like, these proxy wars. It's like, there's just one thing after another, one excuse after another to just keep wars going on. And, I mean, when Trump came in, his biggest thing was, like, about just getting the troops home. And the second he was like about to like put that executive order bill, that's just like, all right, guys, pack your shit up and get the fuck out. You had people like both liberals and Republicans be like, whoa, 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 we can't do that. And we all know exactly why they were freaking out about it. Cash. And now you see it's like it's it's led to more of this shit. It's just guaranteed it's going to lead into like another two to three years. He's going to use this as a way to like keep him in Oscars like, hey, we started this. We got to finish what we started type of thing. It's similar to what happened with Obama when he was about to like go into his uh, second term. And chances are this is going to end up uh, putting him in for another four. I don't think it'll put him for another four. I think I, th- I essentially think he's cooked. I don't think he's. I think I, I think if he, if he doesn't get impeached, he's going to get voted. I think people well, no, have he, had he, enough of technically it. Technically, he is impeached. Well, he's impeached, but he's not. He's not going to get taken out of office. Not taken out of office. Yeah. But if he's not, I mean, people will vote him out. I think people had enough of him. It's like to the point where it's to the point where it's like, come on. Well, you know, what? I've I thought that way too when he was going in the first time, and the way everybody just kind of looked at like, yeah, it's he's doing it because he just wants to show he can do it. But then when it became a reality, like, no, he's actually the nominee and everything. It was like, how how long were we sitting like? But he's not going to win. He's not going to win. He's not and. Looking at this whole situation now, I can see him winning again. I've, I said before he got elected, he, it needs to get worse before it gets better. The U.S. needs to get worse before it's getting better. Like, we thought Bush was the bar. And we saw how, how <laughs> low the bar can go. You remember that South Park episode where James Cameron had to go... Um, had to go to the depths of the ocean to raise oh, the yeah. bar? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's how deep they're going to have to go to raise the bar. Literally, it's like... I don't know, man. I'm just... I'm just looking at it as unbiased as I can and just seeing what is really going on in front of me where you have a lot of things that are moving in a way where, yeah, people could complain. They can say they don't like his character or things of that nature, but 
him being in office hasn't really ruined the U.S. economy or hurt the U.S. standing outside of like the typical conflicts that we have seen as far as race is concerned, but mm. now it was a bit more blatant. And honestly, as painful as it is to say it, that's not enough for people to vote against it. I think I think the people who are going to vote against him are the people, the direct people who said, oh, we're going to get your jobs back. Like in the U.S. right now, the job, the job growth being built right now is newer jobs like yeah. brand newer jobs not the coal jobs or the manufacturing jobs yeah, the ones that got him or the one <laughs> yes the jobs that essentially got him into the office yeah. that he wanted to that's not those are the people that's going to vote against him and i'm like first, i hope he doesn't win first of all you, i'm like i don't understand how how you could believe someone who has gold-plated toilets and <laughs> think they can relate to you on a on a personal level it doesn't it doesn't uh it makes it doesn't translate. this is why i said like the guy uh, bloomberg i don't think he's gonna be worth shit because this dude is the fifth richest person yeah, in the world i didn't even know he was running until i was literally watching the the college football game last night and a, a commercial came up yeah i was like wait when the hell did this happen bloomberg bloomberg is um well yeah fifth or sixth richest. i can't remember what richest he is anymore but i like, know he's up there but it's just like and he on, was a republican man. for most of his life i'm like so it's that easy to switch and just say oh i'm running against it. that's like no 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 people don't want billionaires and all that stuff anymore just <laughs> excuse me that's why i said you get joe biden there bernie sanders is too old he's gonna die no, in office joe he's biden going, can't know that he's just as senile no as a, no, come on, man. The way he's up there sometimes and the way the things he's talking about, like he's so clueless. He is so clueless. Like he's literally had such terrible racial undertones in so many of his speeches. It's unbelievable. So many sexual undertones. It's just like, dude, do you hear yourself making clear mistakes on things? Like, yeah, it, but I, you I would, can't have Biden would, in there, man. Because I would have him there just as a fact because he was a good vice president for what he, for what he was. And because he didn't have a heart attack during the presidential. <laughs> Bernie Sanders had a heart attack. You know, he's and, prone to death. And as sad as that is, I would still rather see him up there, man. He's prone to death. I would still rather see Bernie up there over Joe Biden, who's next, you know, like the second he gets in, he's just going to be rubbing shoulders of every female that he sees. Fuck. Mm. Goddamn creep. <laughs> Anyways, fuck that shit. We didn't go to war. Hopefully we don't go to war. Keep Canada out of it. Let's leave it at that. I hope. I pray. Yeah. Anything you want to jump on, or should we jump into uh, um, some football? Yeah, we'll talk a little bit of football. Uh, just one thing. Tyler, can you just buzz the door up? Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> I don't know who you're stuck on, but whatever. No, we can talk. Lock your girlfriend outside? Yeah, no, she's outside, yeah. <laughs> um, no. Well, yeah, we can talk football. Um, so, right now, everyone, I assume, is watching at the playoffs. I would hope so, man. So, um I said before the season started too. I think Green Bay is going to win the Super Bowl, and it seems like Aaron Rodgers. You know what? I, Aaron I've Rodgers been, showed up. I've been openly supporting all the strong black men in football. I was really hoping to see the Ravens make it, just because of all the haters of Lamar Jackson. And it's unfortunate that like he can go out there and amass about 500 yards of offense on his own. Mm-hmm. It's still coming away with a lot just because of bad mistakes, you know. Like he's gonna win the MVP though. He's yeah, no, no, that because yeah. that's the regular season. Like that's pretty much a lock. But it's like it sucks to see like that's how he gets taken out. And then you have these people using that one game as like, oh, this is why you should have passed it's on. It's one like, game. You had a whole season Listen, of this guy tearing people apart. Any, any, as you can see, what would happen with the Patriots and against the Titans? Yeah, any team could be any team in the NFL. I don't yeah. care if you're zero and sixteen. You put, you put. 
like the 0 16 Lions in one playoff game, they can get lucky that one game and win. Yeah. You don't, because it's, it's, these are grown men too, so you never know who's going to win. And that. look, you got to tip your hat to Derrick Henry, who I think they were saying he's the only player to amass 180 plus yards in three straight games. And like that within itself just lets you know how incredibly important he is to that Titans offense. And since Ryan Tannehill took over that offense, they've been one of the top scoring offenses in the league, Mm -hmm. obviously mostly because of what Derrick Henry has been doing (laughs) as far as like, like he reminds me of like Marshawn Lynch when he was like a bit younger that like just beast mode. It's like beast mode 2.0, but like we got to give Derrick Henry his own, like his own name. Cause to me, like watching him just like burst through the, the lines and just like hit that second phase insane man yeah that was a titans are doing good stuff this season um well um like i said green bay green bay is doing crazy stuff this season it's it's, that's them versus san francisco is gonna be it's gonna be a good game oh it's gonna be beautiful i think green bay is still gonna win yeah but i still want to see that that'll be no no, i'm 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 pulling for san fran in that one because like i i honestly like looked at the game with the seahawks versus green bay and the one thing that people probably didn't know is like russell's never won in lambo like every single time they've Cold, gone, man. it's been a loss. And like, I pretty much just look at Aaron Rodgers. It, it's one of those things where like they've essentially been a sleeping giant. They were thirteen and three, but like the quietest thirteen and three we've ever seen from that Green Bay team. New coach and everything too. Yeah. so that's the thing. They and like, to- Aaron Jones has been the one who's really been like spearheading that offense. Aaron Rodgers' numbers went down a bit, but I mean, at the end of the day, it's still Aaron Rodgers. A man. down year. He had three or four interceptions. That's a down year for him. But, but that's what I mean, like numbers <laughs> wise. And, down and that's year the for crazy him. thing. It's like numbers wise. What I think they were saying he had what fourteen touchdowns, and then like, the three interceptions. So it's like a guy who's used to getting what twenty. No, I think plus? he has twenty something touchdowns. Did he? I, I think he has twenty something touchdowns. But I think um, his accuracy wasn't as he wasn't yeah, as, no, as accurate. Exactly. As, you know the seasons. Um, the season previous. But either way, it's just like. I mean, a lot of the numbers we look at for down for him, that's like an, a Pro Bowl season for a lot of other people, you oh, know, yeah. like an all team. So when I look at that, I'm just like, yeah, like he's still a sleeping giant. Like he's still Aaron Rodgers. He can cut you out, especially at home. He can destroy you any time of the it's, week. It's probably going to be Kansas City versus Green Bay in the Super Bowl. Probably. Yeah, no, I'd be I'd I don't be know shocked. what Tennessee's going to do, though. I'd be shocked if Casey doesn't come away with that. But at the same time, it's like, what we've seen Tennessee do as far as just running it down people's throats. They, I'm not going to say Kansas City got lucky, but if if the Texans had a better coach, oh, yeah, that, <laughs> it would have been over. It, it's all coaching. Like, I'm sorry. If you they had you a better coach, it would be over. What was it? Was it 21-0 or 24-0? It's 21-0. And have a team. Like, you do that in the first quarter. Now, in the second quarter, you're playing prevent defense, and... <laughs> You're making some of the worst calls I've ever seen to allow the Kansas City Chiefs to literally just come back in this game. They got what twenty eight points in six minutes. Bill O'Brien should be fired. Like, how do you allow that to happen? Fired. You go into the second quarter up, and then you go into the half, like go into the second half down. Like, it makes absolutely no sense. Absolutely no sense. You should be fired. You should be fired right away. But who knows what's gonna happen? That you know the NFL is. Um, (laughs) Oh yes. The Giants. I have to talk about them because I always laugh. I always laugh at the New York Giants expense. Oh, Jamali's not here. It's like they got him. Who did they get? The quarterback. Well, coach? they got rid of Pat Shermer, who's now <laughs> our offensive coordinator. Which oh, jeez. I mean, <laughs> oh, wait, from man, bad to uh, worse. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. 
You guys uh, are never making like <laughs> I was perfectly fine with firing the offensive coordinator because I felt like we needed somebody who could work with a young talent like Drew Locke. But to bring in a guy who only really unlocked Daniel Jones for like three out of the weeks that he played, <laughs> I'm worried about that, you know? And it's like you you also had a better running back over there in Saquon Barkley, who you were you damn near destroyed running him into the ground. Running like, him into the ground for nothing. And now I don't know, man. I don't know. Now the Giants have some unknown coach. I have no idea who he is. Um, it looks like another losing season for that season for that for that team. Yeah, no. Who's who? They end up picking up Judge Joe. Judge yeah, Joe Judge, the uh, <laughs> Joe special teams coach or the whatever team for or the quarterback. Picks. I don't Come even on, know man. quarterback coach for the Patriots. And like, like the, the crazy thing about it is like okay, you have Dallas who pick up uh, McCaffrey and oh McCarthy. Sorry, McCarthy. And, yeah, that, that was that wasn't good, like, that wasn't I, a good one either. But I looked at that. I'm thinking, coach. I'm looking at like you have a team. In Dallas, who right now defensively they they're good. They could still use a bit of improvement, but I mean like, that's in any situation. But you really want that offense to like become a lock, and you have Marvin Lewis good. sitting there. Uh, but oh, say what you want, no Marvin Lewis, because like, I think people forget when Marvin Lewis got Andy Dalton, he was able to really make him like MVP caliber. Yeah, the but. biggest problem Marvin Lewis had was that. He was allowing that defensive side of the team when he was a head coach to just run amok. Yeah, but sixteen years, sixteen years, and um, and and no playoff wins. I'm like, no, 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 no. You got to. But, but that's what I'm saying. Like, I look at it as if anything, you already have the guys there because the one thing that that Dallas organization does, like, they don't allow their head coaches to pick their their assistants. So it's like you already have the assistants all set up. You just need him to come in and be an offensive minded guy who's not going to sit back on his laurels like like Garrett did. Like, let him go out there and make big plays. You know he's a guy who's going to make big, like, call those big plays. Yeah, Jerry, uh, Jason Garrett's all he's going to do is clap. Exactly. Keep clapping. And you know, <laughs> so it's like, to me, I, I was just like, with McCaffrey, the reason, I just keep saying McCaffrey. McCarthy. McCarthy got knocked out of Green Bay is because he was literally not making those calls and, like, Aaron Rodgers would just change plays on the line because he was just like, you're not calling the right plays. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I don't know how Dallas is gonna fare, or or the Giants. Whatever. I think the Giants is they'll be even worse somehow. Uh, um, Dallas, yeah. McCarthy's a he's a head coach. He proved champion Super Bowl. Whatever. But again, it's still um, Jerry Jones that's running the show. You need a coach that's going to challenge him. Like you really, really, really yeah. But coach. he'll never hire. He'll never hire anybody that challenges him. Huh. He will never him nor Steven will hire anybody that you will know. You him. know who would challenge him, and you pay any money to get him. You it's two coaches, and they're both for Pittsburgh. Bill Cowher, you get him out of retirement. Oh, he's not coming. You out. Get him out of retirement, or he just went into the Hall of Fame. Or, he is good. Or Mike Tomlin. <laughs> but you see, Tomlin, I or can Mike I can see. But the thing is, like, I Bill, no, like he he's Hall of Fame. He's done. Like he's out of here. Tomlin. If he got an offer, I think he would take it because I think right now, and the one thing about Pittsburgh that I really respect about them, like they will stick by their coaches. Like they're an organization that's like, especially if you give them a win, like you get a Super Bowl with them, they're going to stand by you until it's like really at the point where we got a fresh look, new change, like everything needs to to go like 180. Mm. Because Tomlin, I believe, was one of the assistants of Bill when he came in. 
So it's like they they kind of like kept it all within the organization when that transition happened. I'm not sure if it kept it. I'm not sure. Yeah, if I, if I'm remembering correctly, I, I mean, listeners, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm quite sure Mike Tomlin was already in that coaching staff, and he just got the promotion essentially, if I'm not mistaken. Hey, that's good. But if he can get that job from Dallas, because that's the way you could challenge Jerry Jones. You got to challenge the dude because he's going to do stuff he wants. Same thing with McCarthy. He's going to tell McCarthy what to do. McCarthy's going to be like, yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Because he <laughs> wants to keep that job. But um, who knows how it could But did you see, um, speaking of Pittsburgh Steelers, did you see Antonio Brown? Oh, man. <laughs> before, we, before we get into that, because we'll get into that, I want to give your boy congratulations on uh, going into retirement. Antonio, Antonio Gates. Gates. Yeah, Look, I may hate your Chargers for all the right reasons, but I've always respected a lot of the people that have played on your team. Antonio Gates being one of them had a great career. Unf- I won't say unfortunately, maybe unfortunately for you, never won a chippy. But and he's still going in the Hall of Fame as the greatest oh, 100%. tight end. 100%. The greatest tight end of all time. I don't care what anyone says. Most touchdowns, most yards. That's it. If Calm Drew, if Drew Brees says it. If Drew Brees, Calm your if, tits. If, if Drew Brees Look, says it, then I'm it is. patting him on the back, but don't G- get too crazy. Drew Brees had Jimmy Graham for who knows how many He's years. He's got a. Look, Shannon Gates. Sharp, Shannon Tony Sharp, no, Gonzalez, not even close, not even close. Antonio Gates. Not even close. <laughs> it's not even close. Oh, it's, Shannon Sharp is not even in that conversation. Shannon Sharp, three he's, three chippy Shannon Sharp. Only, yes, he is. He, he's not even in that conversation. Three chippies. Lucky chippies. That's what no, he No, not gave. even luck. He I'm was a pivotal you. part of all those offenses. Listen, this is what I'm telling you. But as I was saying, I was patting him on the back. <laughs> Tony Gonzalez is the only one I would put close. Antonio Gates was a beast. Beast. Oh, I'm not saying he wasn't. The greatest of all time. Not greatest first of all ballot time. Hall of Famer. Greatest tight end of all he time. He will be a first ballot Hall of Famer. That I Everyone say, agree. oh, Gronkowski is going to be the best Hall of No, Gronkowski is, it was so injury prone. This dude played with a, with a cast his look, whole His injury his whole prone is the reason why he retired as early as he did. But you can't look at Gronkowski and not think he was one of the greats to ever play that position. Not better than Gates. <sighs> not better than Gates. As far as impact is concerned, I would say yes. Do you realize at all the Super Bowls that the Patriots won, Gronkowski was injured for every single one of them? Dude, he was pretty much injured his whole fucking <laughs> That's career. That's what I'm saying. So he had no impact on them winning Super Bowls. Dude, check the stats, bro. Mm-mm. Probably getting to the Super Bowl, but not playing for a Super Bowl. He has been a pivotal part of everything. Like, every season he's been in. Pivotal part. Listen, Adam, what is it? Is this Steven Goskowski or had more impact <laughs> than Gronkowski in winning Super Bowls? <laughs> Or Adam Vinatieri, I can't remember all these. All these uh, kickers sound the same. I can't remember. You gotta names. respect Gronk, man. Uh, no, I respect him. I think there that. was maybe one. The first, it was either the first or the second one that they won, where injury was an issue, but all the others, he was there. Uh, Big impact. Respect nice. it. It's like saying, come on, man. It's like saying, Aaron you don't Hernandez. gotta shit on anybody to big up your boy. Yeah, I'm okay? saying greatest of all time. Yeah, greatest of all time. Hall of yeah. Fame, first ballot. No jewelry, no hardware to. Doesn't to back that up. <laughs> He's a legend. <laughs> I think being in the Hall of Fame is more important than winning than winning championships because that is a especially if you're like you're in your team's Hall of Fame. Yeah, like it well that's Hall the thing. You yeah. the Ring of Honor is like a huge thing to be a part of because yeah, that shows like you your impact for the team that either you play for the longest or just your impact for them to a point where they felt like you deserve to be up there. And I'm pretty sure he's in the Ring of Honor already. He's probably going to be in it. I think he has yeah. to be in it, yeah. Well, yeah, actually, no. He should be in, what, a year or two? Because since he's now technically retired, 
they can. I think they can actually throw him up whenever they want. Yeah, they can do whatever they want. So he's probably going to be in it. Yeah. So yeah, he should be in the Ring of Honor. Like they'll probably announce it when the season's done, if anything. And then yeah, Hall of Fame is what five years or something like that before you could become eligible. Five years. Five years. So is that? I don't know why it took Jimmy Johnson that long to be in the Hall of Fame. Well, look, you want to know what's fucked up about that? Jimmy Johnson makes it to the Hall of Fame, but he's not even in the Dallas Cowboys Ring of Honor. Because because Jerry Jones doesn't like, like him. That's all reason. Are you kidding? Because back to back championship and he's not in the Ring of Honor. It's not even back to back. It's the third. It's three championships. Forget that season where he got fired. But no, but we I'm saying like he's, he's got like a back to back championship team. with you guys, and you you don't have him in the Ring of Honor like that. But the Hall of Fame recognizes him before your own team does. That's ridiculous. Whatever. Man. He's in the Hall of Fame. That's count. Um, one last bit of sport news. Yeah, Antonio Brown. No, not even that. No, I even oh. skip me Antonio Brown for now because Antonio Brown is. Um, that's pass. No. Um, yeah, we'll pass. just go. Okay, just quick. Antonio Brown had another meltdown with his baby mom trying to steal his car and his kids. And he started cursing on Instagram live. And Big CTE energy, man. <laughs> like, And the one thing is like when the, antics were, when the antics were happening with the Raiders and with the Patriots, I first I looked at it as like it's just attention seeking. But it's one thing where and I've said this with like a few of my friends. I'm happy he's putting everything on record because we are, we're able to literally see in real time how CTE affects the brain so that unfortunately when he passes and hopefully that's a long way down the line, because I do want to see him get help and get better. This will be like documentation of signs to look for because the way he lashes out at everything the way he's he's up and down when you look at his social media and it's like one minute he's like super positive and trying to show love and then literally like two hours later he's like saying like no white women and like all this random fucking (laughs) shit it's like we're seeing in real time the effects of CTE. Devonta is perfect. After that hit, that that Vonta no, and, and that's the thing. That's like, where it started. It's that's, literally that, and, and that's when it started. He was out like, for like we, four minutes. We know, like you can't test the brain for CTE until the person's passed away, but we always wanted to know, like, what are the signs to like look for? And I feel like if there's ever been a case study on what we will find in a brain when a person passes, it's Antonio Brown. Oh yeah, like without a doubt, man. Like you can't be, like you're on your property yelling at cops over your baby mother. And like, apparently like he was saying she tried to steal a car, like one of his cars. And then, but the thing, like she said, no, she was just going there to get one of their children's like belongings. And she was the one who called like the police over just to like do like a a standby. So he wouldn't act irrational and violent. So you have him like cursing at the cops. And then like (laughs) two seconds later, being like, I love you, Poppy. Get up safe. You know, go in the car with the cars. And it's like these bitch ass cops. It's like, dude, what the fuck, man? Yeah, the CTA is strong with him, man. Oh, my God. It's like, it's it's ridiculous to see. But at the same time, it's sad to see because it's like, dude, like such like a lot of times we talk about how like people throw away their talent because of like either drug abuse or like breaking the law, things of this nature. Him, it's just like, you know, it's a mental issue. Like, you know it. And the fact that it's like there's really nothing we can do about it unless he decides to go out and get help on his own. It's yeah. like we just have I, to watch this train wreck happen. I hope he gets help. I, I hope so gets, too. Hope he gets all the help he needs because right now it's just, it's not looking good. And hey man, get yourself right first. Um, <sighs> fucking hell, so man. To say, um, no, but last bit of news. This last bit of news. So the Houston Astros are cheaters of the worst kind. 
Screw my Yankees out of a World Series visit. Screw my Dodgers out of a World oh, Series. Fuck your Dodgers. We were in the World Series. We were actually in the World Series. Fuck your Dodgers. We were in the World yeah. Series. And you know what? Yankees for the first time went a whole decade without going to a World Series. Listen, you guys. Because of the cheating Astros. You guys two times lost. Against them too, two times. Two time cheaters. So, so there you go. Two We're times. supposed to be the evil empire, yeah. us. But their coach, their GM, is fired. No, um, suspended for a year. No, they're fired too. Oh, they they the, the, the team fired them. Ah, smart. team fired them too. Both of them. They're both smart. fired. So they're not. They're they're gone. They probably won't have a job ever again in baseball. Ever again. I don't know if I'll say ever again, but like they're at least like a well, they are suspended for a year. So suspended like, for a year. Regardless, they're out for they lose that draft long. Picks. They lose five million dollars. Yeah, they, they lose their team. first round and second round picks, five million dollars. Which I mean, five million is pretty much nothing to them. But like Damn the first and second round uh, draft picks is huge. All the drafts picks. Yeah, yeah. like, like all of them are gone. They're um, uh, <laughs> that's gonna set them back for a long, long time. Because the need- only saving grace they have in this is like they still have a very young team. But you see, that's the problem now is because they said the punishments aren't done yet because they said. If if the coaches, if the managers are on it, that means the players were in it too yeah. because they had to be picking up what was going on yeah. so to actually execute on well, what was going chances on. Chances are, who, if they have any proof of who was actually doing the, the banging and things like that, those guys are going to be the ones. So it's like the person who was banging, the person who was yelling. Those people, if they can figure out who they are, they're going to the be players. You got to suspend some of the players too. It's like, come on. And like, it's like, this is something that, you know, I will commend Major League Baseball for doing because you have a situation where you know for a fact some, like a team cheated. And I'm like, yeah, like if you're able to read someone's signs, read them. Like that's that's part of the game. Like if you if you're not hiding your signs, if you're making your signs visible and we can read them, we're gonna read them. But when you're like using a, a TV to call the signs and then like you're banging on a trash can and you're yelling in the dugout, like that's a like that's a level where it's like you're making it so blatant that we have to come down on you. Yeah, yeah. And this level of coming down is like good for you. NFL takes some tips because you find out the Patriots cheated. They're recording using the the craft productions, whatever. <laughs> and what's the punishment? That shit is so fake. You know, craft, like like you have to make a punishment severe enough that no other team is going to want to go out and try to even attempt this type of level of cheating. Yeah. You know, like when we see what happened to the Astros, no other team is going to be like, all right, we're not, we're not doing this. Like we're not even going to, but NFL, NFL is a little bit harsher though, because they said the next time they catch Belichick in something, it's banishment from the league. So that means he, he's banished from the league. Can't but, come but back. That's why I mean, it's like, that's why he the threw next Tom time. B- it's like, it, sh- it shouldn't have to be a conversation of, we saw this happen. Now it's the next time. Like we, Spygate has happened before. Yeah. You know, this is Spygate number two. You know, you had Deflategate. You've had so many different situations that it's like, it's not like this was the first time you've been caught doing an act of cheating, and now we're we're sending you this, it happens again, you're banished. This is like strike three. How is it not an issue? When you have rich owners of teams, you can get away with a lot. Yeah, you have to show the perception as if the league is doing something. However, Robert Kraft is one of the richest people yeah. in the NFL. Um, I guarantee you if a team like um, the Colts or Dallas want to do something like that or the Giants, they can get away with it too. But for some odd apparent reason, and I don't know if it's if this is a Boston thing, but 
it's like a it's unfortunately known no, as a it, town of it's cheaters. It's ridiculous. So because the Celtics cheat, the but um, you know what? And the, all the, the reason cheats. the reason it's so ridiculous is because you have this situation now and you leave the door open for if another team gets caught cheating and you try to give them something that's severe, you've already set the precedent of like what's the What's the punishment fit for the crime? Well, look, the bench... The Especially bench, if it's a first, second, or third offense. The bench coach or whatever, I forget who it was for the Houston um, Astros, was with the Boston Red... He's the manager of the Boston Red Sox now. Yeah. And they just won the World Series um, not too long ago. When that, uh, when, yeah, not last season, the one before. Yeah, and, and that's they won the World Series that time. Like, uh, So who, could they have been cheating now? Possible. It's possible they could have been cheating. No, and, and they were told, yes, because they were told about something about cheating, like in the in the middle of the season and stuff like that, and they cooled it off. So who knows? Who knows what happened? All I'm saying is, my Yankees should have made it to a World Series. Should have, would have, could have. Somehow the Nationals won. That's it's good for them. Oh, I was happy to see the Nationals win, man. <laughs> I was so happy. I prefer the Dodgers, but. <laughs> Kershaw is always because I was just like them. I'm not cheering for the Astros. Like it's that simple. Plus, technically speaking, the Nationals are the Expos, so it's like yeah, welcome to Montreal. No, there's, no, <laughs> there's no more Expo. Hey, they they relocated the team, so technically everything that's happened with that the Tampa team, Tampa Bay Rays are the are the, the Expos. The root, the root of that team is the Montreal Expos. The Tampa Bay Rays are the Expos because the former owner was the owner for the Expos at one point. There he goes. That's the Expos now. They didn't move Montreal to Tampa Bay. But Tampa Bay is going to yeah, start playing here now. Doesn't matter. Half and half. Look, until they get here, they're not They're not here. That, that's all that matters. <laughs> uh, what else is there to talk about? We're not going to make this too much of a long episode. Yeah. Um, you're going to watch UFC this weekend? Yeah, McGregor versus The return Cowboy? of McGregor with uh, yeah, Cowboy Cerrone. I think, Cerrone. I think McGregor's going to lose. You know what? He's it's a middleweight bout. I look at Cerrone like he's one of the best season vets in the game. He's gonna have a great game plan. I'm very curious to see if ring rust is gonna affect McGregor because you can do all the training you want, but under the lights, you see it's like that. It's a different vibe. It's a different feeling. And will he be ready for that weight gain that is, comes with going up a level? Since he's used to being in like the the lower weight classes, so I'm I'm gonna be watching it very attentively just to see how McGregor looks coming back in his return. But at the same time, I expect it to be a great fight. Uh, no. So excited for I've it! I've been man. watching like only wrestling though. Yeah, we went to the live event. Yeah, in Montreal. Saw that. It, was, saw it. it was okay. Sami Zayn came in front of us and stuff. He's hilarious <laughs> and everything like that. Um, but we saw everyone from SmackDown essentially. Okay, saw Mandy Rose. Just as advertised. Just, just as, as, <laughs> as advertised. Carmella too. Who else? Seen all the women from, from SmackDown. It was essentially everyone from SmackDown. Um, Rowan Reigns came. Christina went ballistic. Because he pointed at her when he went on the ropes. Yeah. And she was yelling so loud. So he pointed at her and smiled. She went. She, like, she was like, the <laughs> she best thing for her. Was, like, the best thing for him. I'm like, okay, you're happy now. You can, you can, you can, go, home, you can go home happy. There you go. But no, it was it was fun. It was it was actually a lot more fun than when we went to Raw last year before it. Yeah, when it was at the Bell Center. When it was at the Bell Center, and it was, it was a lot more fun. It had more yeah, time. Yeah, like the the live events, it's like the more intimate venues. Like they're smaller, so when you get like about ten thousand, ten thousand people, yeah, yeah about, about 10, that people. inside there, which is good compared to like Bell Center, where you're gonna get like a good thirty, forty. You know, still price, still a bit of pricey for all the food and shit there, but that's why you always eat before you go and. uh 
keep something in the trunk. But yeah, no, it was it was it was a uh, it was fun time, fun experience. Um, they had the Fiend and everything. Daniel Bryan, the Miz, they were they had a cage match. Yeah. That was that was pretty fun. It was good. Everything. No, it's dope, man. And New Day and everything like that. It's like I've, as I've been like slowly getting back into it, you know, and mostly just like I've been jumping on YouTube just to like read up on like how stories, like storylines came to be to where they are now, and like the whole Fiend thing, how they were saying it started back in like 2015 when like Bray Wyatt had this series, the Wyatt Family, or something. Like, like yeah, that? yeah. Well, it was that, but he had a specific video called "The Man in the Woods," where he basically like explained. The, the fiend, but like didn't name him the fiend, but he was like a guy with like pale white skin, long blonde hair. And th- pretty much the end of the story is like, yeah, the man in the woods is you. And we all know the fiend is him. So it's like, it's a story he's essentially been working on since like 2015, which is pretty dope. Yeah. We, well, he came out as the fiend. We didn't see him like, like yeah. it, was, it was cool though. Um, um, uh, <laughs> good atmosphere to be in. It was, and uh, yeah, I had a good time. And that's, that's essentially all I did for, like yeah. the winter. Oh, it was a chill holiday, man. Like nothing too crazy happened, man. Yeah. Just enough to like get that recharge going and hit the ground running for 2020. Oh, there was another thing I did. I was, uh, for the people who may not have known, I jumped on uh, the first half podcast with my friends Paul and Riv, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, had a nice chat about uh, football or soccer culture in uh, North America and how the game can be expanded and grown across uh our great country and uh, America as a whole. So that was a great talk. If you haven't checked it out, I suggest you do. It's on all the platforms. It was a good time. Soccer. Yeah. It's nice. Loved it. It was good. It's good to different atmosphere, different type of uh, conversation, you know, since we don't talk enough. No, it's good. In here. It's good. That you went, <laughs> like she's a, I saw, <coughs> sorry, I saw a little bit where you did. It was actually clean and nice. You don't have to walk like me and Jamal going to someone's nasty ass house. Oh, chill. Out. Hey, this is live. This is 2020. <laughs> I say whatever the fuck I want. And I'm gonna tell the truth. If people if people mention it, I'm gonna bring up the truth. How are you still holding on to this? Huh? <laughs> because I could have whatever germs that's only develop develop in like five to eight years, and then I'm gonna be wondering why the fuck am I sick? And be like, oh, that's the reason. <laughs> I don't have like you know tuberculosis or something like that. Who knows what I could <laughs> I could suffer? <laughs> hey, I'm just saying. Nah, but um, but yeah, yeah. So um. Yeah, let's try to end it up right now because we don't have much. It's going to be a short episode, everyone, because we're missing Jamali's, uh, you know, Jamali would have given us an extra like 10 to 15. Jamali's optimism? (laughs) I would hope so, for (laughs) once. (laughs) Bright side of life with a new year on the way. (laughs) Yeah, but no, what what I guess guess what people can expect from from this year for the More guests. More guests. Us talking more shit. More production. More blatant. More flagrant the truth, more smacking you in the face. I want to get like the community more involved in terms like of the website thing. More, more energy, yeah. Maybe an event here and there or two. I guess we'll show up more on other podcasts too if we have the time and well, yeah, man. we should have the time to do anyway. So. This is the year where we're basically going to be spreading our wings, and I mean, like, we don't want to say too much because one thing I was even like talking to a few people about is talking about things less and just doing things and showing people it. Yeah. You know, like when it came to like the first half pod, when the idea came up to me for like be a part of it, I was like, all right, I'm not going to tell people till it's a done deal and we're doing it, you know? Mm-hmm. Cause a lot of times you'll have sit downs with people, you have chats with them. And I mean, like I've had chats with people who say they want to come on the pod and, you know, I'll try to like set up a date with them and it's like pulling hairs, you know, like fuck. 
gotta make a schedule like i gotta make that kind of calendly thing just put them in okay so you're gonna this well day. that's that's what put i'm doing now that. like anybody that i've been talking to i've been like look this is a date that we could do it and you know when the you're day comes close day. we're gonna let you know so that's pretty much how we're gonna be yeah akeem, akeem, the ground speaking of akeem just like message he's saying um for the 100 he wanted to be here for the 100 episode i forgot i, I forgot akeem was there but akeem's schedule is like all over the place but akeem, hey well we'll have him back on soon man akeem, he's, no. he's like an like he's an unofficial member of this man. Like he's he's helped us a long way. He's he, done a lot with he us. Talks the same shit like us, but on the sidelines. Yeah, you know, like we, <laughs> we love the kid, man. And we're gonna have him on soon. Yeah, I can't be back and a whole bunch of other people too. But yeah, that's all I gotta say. Same man. So as always, guys, thank you all for tuning in. And you know how you can reach us on all the socials. We're on Instagram. We're on Twitter at Don't Be Mad Pod. We're on Facebook at Don't Be Mad Podcast. It is a brand new year, 2020. If you haven't hit the ground running yet, you are already getting lapped. I promise you. Share the YouTube page. Share the Spotify because that helps us a lot too to get the word out. And when you share, it's like, you know, more people hear it. We get more stuff up. We can do more stuff with that. Exactly. Get support. We don't want to be like those Instagram hoes and have OnlyFans. And <laughs> you, you, you don't want me to get OnlyFans. If I have to, I will, but I don't want to, man. <laughs> I ain't trying to pop nothing. <laughs> My summer body's not ready yet. <laughs> All right. Thanks for tuning in. We're going to see you guys next week. Take care. Peace. peace.